I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we go on a tumultuous journey of a painting worth 2 billion euros and find ourselves in the Polish Temple of Memory. Hotel Lambert, 1830, Paris. On the banks of the Seine River in Paris, a rather unlikely operation was underway. From over 1500 kilometers away in Krakow, a consignment was being secretly moved to the city. More precisely, it was being moved for safekeeping in Hotel Lambert. It was not exactly contraband or even weapons that were being moved. No mutiny was being planned. No empires were to be overthrown. But in that consignment was a piece of art which is worth billions of euros today. A piece of art which was escaping a failed uprising back home in Poland. A piece of art which meant more to Poland than to anyone else in the world. In 1795, Poland was partitioned by Austria, Germany and Russia. and it ceased to exist as an independent political entity however the napoleonic wars and polish participation in the wars against russia and austria resulted in the creation of the duchy of warsaw in 1807 the congress of vienna brought the state's existence to an end in 1815 and essentially solidified the long term division of poland between russia prussia and austria Nicholas I of Russia formally crowned himself as the King of Poland on 24th May 1829 in Warsaw. Despite numerous protests by various Polish politicians, Russia had no intention of respecting the Polish Constitution, one of the most progressive in Europe at the time. It abolished Polish social and patriotic organizations and its liberal opposition. It replaced Poles with Russians in important administrative positions. On 29th November 1830 A group of conspirators from the Warsaw Officers' School took arms from their garrison and attacked the Belvedere Palace, the main seat of the Grand Duke. The rebels managed to enter the Belvedere, but Grand Duke Constantine had escaped in women's clothing. The rebels then turned to the main city arsenal and captured it after a brief struggle. The following day, armed Polish civilians forced the Russian troops to withdraw north of Warsaw. Things moved quickly post that. Tsar Nicholas I was dethroned and a national Polish government was established. Victory however was short-lived. On 4th February 1831, a 115 strong Russian army crossed the Polish borders. The two sides fought a series of wars but eventually Russia prevailed. On 5th October 1831, the remainder of the Polish army of over 20,000 men crossed the Prussian frontier and laid down their arms at Brodnica. in preference to submission to Russia amidst all this was a question of the future of the valuable contraband a significant portion of it was already looted by the russians the chartorysky museum is one of the country's oldest museums princess isabella chartorysky founded the museum in puave to preserve polish heritage in keeping with her motto the past to the future the first objects in her temple of memory of 1796 
for trophies commemorating the victory against the Turks at the Battle of Vienna in 1683. The museum's collections feature historical artifacts from the recovered treasures of the Wawel Cathedral, the Royal Castle, and other objects donated by Polish noble families. However, it was only in 1798 that Isabella's son, Prince Adam Jerzy Czartoryski, traveled to Italy and acquired the most precious part of the collection, Lady with an Ermine by Leonardo da Vinci. After failing to win the war against the Russians in 1830, he moved the entire collection to Hotel Lambert in Paris, including the Lady with an Ermine. In 1843, he bought the hotel and established it as his base. His successive generations worked towards expanding the collection. They added the Polonaise carpet, Etruscan and Greek vases, Roman and Egyptian antiquities, and other types of arms and armors. By the early 1870s, the political situation in Europe was changing. France waged a war against Germany to assert its dominant position in Europe, but unfortunately lost the war. The entire collection was once again moved to an unknown safe house. Prince Adam Georgi Czartoryski's son, Prince Władysław, eventually found a home for the collection in 1874 in Old Town Krakow, where the museum stands even today. However, as World War I was knocking on the doors of Europe, Prince Władysław's son, Prince Adam Ludwig and his wife moved the collection to Dresden in Germany. It made its way back to Poland in 1921 and in 1931 a large number of important books archives and objects that had been taken by the Russians in 1831 immediately after the November uprising were also returned However the late 1930s saw Poland get pulled into World War II 16 cases packed with the most precious objects were transported and stored in Sienawa a small town in southeastern Poland the lady with the nerve was amongst them The rest of the collection was carried down to the cellars of the museum where unfortunately the Germans found the cases and looted the tradable objects. On January 25, 1940, the final selections of the 85 most important items from the museum were sent to Dresden where Dr. Pozze acting on behalf of Hitler decided that all the objects were to be a part of Hitler's own collection at Linz. In 1945, Dr. Hans Frank, German governor of Poland and the personal friend of Hitler, brought the paintings from Berlin for his own use. But when the Germans lost World War II and evacuated Krakow in January 1945, he took the paintings with him to his own villa. He was eventually arrested and the Polish representative at the Allies Commission for the Retrieval of Works of Art claimed the stolen paintings on behalf of the Czartoryski Museum. However, 844 artifacts were missing from the collection. The whereabouts of these works remains unknown to this day. In 2016, the collections and museum building were donated by Prince Adam Karol Czartoryski to the Polish nation. The foundation received from the Polish nation 105 million euros, constituting less than 5% of the 3 billion euros estimated market value of the collections. The agreement also transferred to the Polish state the rights to any future claims to works of art that had been plundered from the collections. Over two centuries, the collection of the Polish Temple of Memory was moved clandestinely at at least five times, and passed through six generations of the family. At grave personal risk, a few hundred Polish people tried to protect the collection, including its most valuable artifact, Leonardo da Vinci's Lady with an Ermine, which is valued at around two billion euros today. But why? All through these two centuries was the issue of Poland as an independent nation. constantly being cut up by foreign powers and ruled by intolerant and ruthless czars the question of the polish nation was intensely debated all across europe 
It was a key topic at all major European peace conferences. At the Congress of Vienna in 1815, at the conference in 1919, and at the Yalta Conference and the Potsdam Conference in 1945. The collection of the Czartoryski Museum became the memory of the Polish nation. Through all its travails, the collection became a marker of what Polish nationhood was. It became an intangible cultural heritage for suppressed and often vanquished Poles. As we travel, we must remember that in the long history of human civilization, nationhood is a relatively new concept, and each nation needs to have an identity which it needs to build itself around. Just like the motto of Princess Isabella Czartoryska, museums are the past to the future. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM Network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel Forty Two on Instagram.